Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and anywhere fine podcasts are available. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and that little bell if you're on YouTube for the notifications. Oh, yeah. So you know whenever there's new Going In Raw content, um, we're also available ooh, on the Patreon, Larson. Yeah. Today, the brand new and improved Stephen Larson Patreon. Really? We just added a couple little bells. This $5 best value going in raw uh, ring crew, that is that that was like we added, we're doing this live stream right now. We've got 12 people watching because nobody knows this is happening. You just showed me uh, some little banner uh, images you're going to include. The artwork. The artwork for each uh, Patreon tier. Yes. For the $5 one, you should include the words best value in the image. Best value. Okay, I'll do that. Um... So, yeah, we've got – so now we've got three – at the $5, $5 a month gets you three live streams. It's our, all our recaps for the weekly shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT 205 Live. Yes. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, three opportunities for you to join in the discussion here in the live chat and, uh, and watch us do this live. We banter a little bit before and after the show. And, uh, of course, you still get the weekly bonus episode. We usually shoot that after the, the, the Raw episode. Yes. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there's all sorts of tiers. Yeah, the five dollars also get early access to our Sunday show mm-hmm. that goes up on Saturday for pay for five dollar patrons. Um, so yeah, there's all sorts of great reward tiers. It really helps the show out financially um, and keeps us going. Helps us take things to what level, Larson? The next, the next level. Next one, level. One day we'll get to the Neville level, and then the A double level. Yeah, well, that's the biggest level. Um, so let's talk about. 205 Live. Oh, we're also on Pro Wrestling TV. Oh, yeah, sorry. Forward slash going in raw. There's a shirt like that, but not that shirt. The re- it's the red print version of this. It's on black. One of ten print. designs currently up. The 11th is coming. I don't know if anybody's just really annoyed that I haven't just put this one up. I don't know. I might do just this one as, like, the alternate version. Okay. Or they could consider it the prime version. I don't know. Maybe put it on a, a different color shirt. But again, that's defeating the purpose. Then you're just—I'm still just, you know, teasing people that well, this they, shirt is. People could still buy that shirt. This is at a secret location. They don't know where it is. But they could, if they could find that location, people have found it. No, the crappy thing about this, and I don't know why I just didn't do this in the first place, 
is we get two dollars for every shirt that this is sold, and seven if it's on Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> idiots! So I think that design would look really good on a red shirt. I would buy that. Red? Yeah, like dark red. Sure. Or like bright, blue, like both blaring red. Both. That's horrible. Red makes me look smaller, but not in a good way. Makes my shoulders look less. Oh, more narrow. Shouldery. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't like I don't like red. I, it's like the time Triple H wore like white boots. Mm-hmm. It just looked weird. Or bicycle shorts. Mm-hmm. It just looked weird on him. Red looks weird. I mean, I have that, that great Lex Luger shirt and the great Sasha Bank shirts, and uh, neither I don't like wearing either. They look weird. Anyways, continuing on. Yeah, so let's actually talk about some wrestling now. Yeah, let's talk about two hundred five. Kind of an underwhelming episode of two hundred five live. To be honest with you, I was underwhelmed by this one. Um. Not enough wrestling. Yeah. And the Cedric Alexander match was not all that great. No. I feel like, number one, the lumbar check kind of bugs me these days because I know that he has a bum knee. That was what, he went out for knee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they wouldn't have cleared him for action unless. No, I know. It just hurts me now. It hurts watching it. And it's not, it's, I think he does it a different way now. Um, okay, so it kicked off with a Neville and Airy and Austin Aries package. Just a recap video package. You know, I'll say this too. I think one thing that bugs me about 205 Live. Is that I, I completely Austin Aries is winning that title at Extreme Rules. He's totally winning that title, yep. and I put it on Neville. Blah. Anyways, um, it kicked off with a package uh, Neville and Austin Aries, um, sort of recapping what had been going on throughout their rich storied history. Yes. Yeah. Great feud. It's been. No, it's been fantastic. It's been really, really good. Sad to see it go away. But yeah, you think about this, man. This has been this has been a long time coming here. Mm-hmm. So. Be interesting how the submission match plays out at uh, Extreme Rules. Uh, next up, we had a Noam Dar Alicia Fox promo. Um, what, what was it? Them like talking to each other? What happened here? I don't remember. I think it was him saying something like, "No, yeah, they were in the middle of the ring." Yeah, and he was saying, "You know, he was saying we're strong, we're a strong couple, we're madly in love." And then Alicia Fox started talking crap about Sasha Banks. Rich Swan then came down. And he did the old NWO yeah. to Sasha Banks. She came down looking like, oh, man, a million bucks. Mm-hmm. That, what do you call it, jumpsuit shoes yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Holy moly. It looked like time itself, dude. It really did. It was like a star field on her amazing body. Um, so she looked great. She has that, like, shock pink hair. She looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Anyway, she was gracing 205 Live with her presence. Do you think, Larson, next week when we read the Wrestling Observer, are we going to get... The word that 205 Live has skyrocketed in the WWE Network. I don't ratings. know about skyrocketed, but... Is going to get him in the top 20 at least? I would hope to see you some would improvement. Think so, right? Improvement. I would think between the, 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 the Brian Kendrick-Akira Tozawa match... Yeah, that, that got a lot of buzz. Neither of those guys were on this. Yeah, neither yeah, yeah, of those yeah, guys. Yeah, no, so that, that got some buzz. And then Sasha showing up. It's, it's this or nothing. Like, they can't do... What are they going to do? Bring Brock Lesnar over to 205 yeah, Live? I mean, that's... Would Brock Lesnar crack the top 10 for 205 Live? Yes. You think he would? Yeah, I think so. Top five? I don't know. Tough sell. It is. Yeah. Uh, It shouldn't be, though, because 205 Live is week in, week out, a really good show. That crowd kills it, dude. And I don't blame... The crowd last night seemed more into it than previous weeks. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. They did. It was a decent crowd for the episode this week. Yeah, with a weaker show. Well, they had a they had an amazing SmackDown. Yeah. So they were probably still hyped off that. SmackDown goes by like a breeze, man. It's great. I know. Uh, that led to a Rich Swan Noam Dar match. 
Um, decent enough match. It was a good match. Yeah. I feel um, like I've seen these guys a bit too much, though. Noam Dar picked up the win. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sasha and Alicia Fox um, fought a little bit outside. Mm-hmm. So do you still think uh, Noam Dar and Alicia Fox are going over at Extreme Rules? We both picked. Yeah, oh, yeah, win. for sure. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, who stood tall here? Oh, Dar, oh, Dar won. Uh, oh, yeah. But, that, no, but, 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 oh, yeah, but they stood tall. Sasha and Rich Swan stood tall. Oh, she grabbed, she grabbed the, uh, the, some of the hair. She took some of the hair. <laughs> I like that. I like that Corey Graves was telling Tom Phillips, you're going to learn what a track is, Tom. Because <laughs> that's all he has to do with hair weaves. Um, I actually knew what tracks were because I've had to do hair weaves for all the all the girls in my house. Oh, really? Lacey's had like yeah for a very short because when she had short hair, shorter hair, I had to do some weave stuff, and you know it's terrible. And then I think Marissa also did some weave stuff, and so I had to do some stuff for them. It's not fun, man. It's not fun. I'd rather be doing cool man stuff, dude, like playing video games. Anyways, or chopping lumber. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you've ever chopped wood in your life. Uh, Have I? No, it sounds terrifying. Um, No, you know, I've sawed, though. This past weekend, I sawed. I've sawed before, too. Some PVC pipe. Did you use a handsaw or a power saw? Handsaw? What am I? Uh, 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 Millennial? I'm a man. I use a handsaw. Okay. No, you know, it's great, though. My neighbor, he's got a old, it's like a power saw on a pole. Yeah. It's like something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And he just comes around. I'm like, hey, my tree's getting a little too much here. And he comes in, yeah, okay. Like butter. Yeah. It's great. I got to get one of those. Terrorize people with it. I'm always afraid I'm going to, this is a great story. Okay. I was at Winco. Yes. Not too yes. long ago. And I was standing in line, and the lady in front of me uh, seemed kind of like, she was kind of Granite Bay-ish, you know, a little, she, she seemed kind of rich. But she was at Winco. You're bagging your own groceries. Couldn't be that, you know. She's, she seemed cool. Older, like my mom's age. Talking to the, the cashier. They seemed to know each other. Okay. Cashier was okay. probably younger. Okay. And uh, she was like, uh, she said something like, she was trying to grab onto something. She was like, oh, damn it. She said, and I looked at I sort of looked. And she was like, oh, what happened to your hand? The cashier said this to the lady. And I looked at her fingers, and they looked horrible. They looked monstrous. They looked really weird. And she said, oh, I cut off my fingers last summer and had to have them reattached. So they don't really work all that good anymore. Oh, my goodness. She's like, how did that happen? She's like, it was a power saw. Oh, my God. But she seemed to have a good attitude about it. Anyways, uh, no Amdar won with a kick. Alicia Fox had some hair ripped out. Uh, they're totally winning this weekend, though. Yes. Cedric Alexander uh, gave an interview with Dasha, the interview bot. Yes. And uh, she he, she was talking about Noam Dar and Alicia Fox, and he was like, you know what? I've been rehabbing. I don't want to come back to that kind of crap. Yep. They're crazy. I want nothing to do with that. I'm here to make up lost time. He went out to the ring and took on Corey Hollis. This was back when we, we referred to Hollis and Skyler as the Stephen Larson of NXT. Yes. So Larson of NXT is now migrated over to and. 205 Live. Yes. Good for him. He took on Cedric Alexander. Cedric looks like a million bucks. Yeah, he does. I think he's going to be a big star. I kind of feel like he needs a heel turn, and I feel like a lot of his facial actions were heelish. Yeah. Like, he looked like he was pissed off at Hollis. Yeah. I just want them to do something with him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you got to give him time. I think after Extreme Rules, the board's going to be set for, you know... Um, well, great balls of fire, but I think they're going to reshuffle the playing board a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I think and so I think too. Cedric Alexander. Who do you who do you speculate? 
Speculate who, who's going to be the first thing he gets into. Better not be Noam Dar. I'd be interested in Cedric versus Akira Tozawa. Oh, that'd be interesting. Be good or Cedric and uh, Brian Kendrick. Yeah, I was going to say Brian Kendrick, but Akira Tozawa would be interesting. The problem with it, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want to. I'm not sure I want a heel Cedric Alexander. Anyways, um, he took on Corey Hollis. Not 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 a terrific man. I don't know if there's rust on Cedric Alexander's part. Or if Corey Hollis, this isn't really the right opponent well, for him. Well, they're, they're putting Cedric, um, upon his return, into essentially squash matches. Yeah, he's fine jobbers. Yeah, but he should be, to really showcase his skills, mm-hmm. he should be in good matches. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, because we've seen what he can do against a really quality opponent. I kind of feel a, like... In, in booked in a competitive match. I kind of feel like this wasn't the way to bring him back. No. I feel like he should have come back in like some sort of like injecting himself into a uh, previously established storyline, yes. perhaps. Like you know, if Brian Kendrick decided to you know take out his frustrations about last week on Akira Tozawa, uh, Cedric Alexander come in maybe make the save. Yes. Or maybe pile on to, yes. to Akira Tozawa yes. if he wants to be a heel. Yes, agree. Because I still think I still think with Cedric Alexander. The crowd is kind of neutral on him. They'll they'll accept him as in on a heel turn, or they'll accept him as a face. But you kind of need to pick Dude, one, pick yes. one, and go with it. Yes. Yeah. And he gave the lumbar check. He sort of. I think he's doing the lumbar check a little bit different these days. I haven't really noticed. Okay. I think it's all dependent on how the person taking. It no, I think it. you're right. I think you need to be like if you're a Noam Dar, you're tiny and you can like jump up high, then you can take it like a million bucks. I think Corey Hollis isn't that guy though. And I think uh, Corey Hollis also landed more towards uh, Cedric's feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Land flush across, you know, like his entire uh, shin. Yeah. So when he hit, he kind of fell off onto the mat rather than bounced off. Right. Uh, we had Mustafa Ali take on Drew Gulak. I love Drew Gulak. He's great. Mustafa and I like Ali this. Is great. Yeah, I like this. I think this is a good little story they told. I love how the match started where uh, Gulak was coming out. Oh my god! And out of nowhere, it looked like a glitch. I know. It out looked, of nowhere, it looked like Mustafa Ali just like fell <laughs> right on top of Drew Gulak. <laughs> it's like it was one great. of those things where like. The camera in 2K17 is focusing on one thing, and it's supposed to change angles when something happens. Yeah. To like better, fun, but it didn't, and so it was just this jarring thing. Like all of a sudden, Mustafa Ali was just falls from the top of the frame and lands on Drew. Oh my! It looked horrible. It was fantastic. It was great. It was really cool. Um, and then this was this, this match was essentially Drew trying to take out Mustafa Ali's knee. Yeah. Trying to ground him essentially. Yeah. Because of his, you know, no flying, no fly zone uh, mantra. Yeah, um, Gulak eventually won um, via roll up. Uh-huh. Literally the least exciting way to win. Yeah. So and afterwards he gave an interview, you know, uh, saying, you know, see, I was speaking the truth. Yeah. You know, I think what is his new catchphrase? Uh, no flying, please. I don't know. No, something, but then related to how he won. Via ground based. Oh, attack. okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, wrote that down. He's great. I know. Where is it? It's not in your notes here. I know. Sorry, um, but he's great. He's fantastic. I really like the the way the the direction they're going with him. I think it has a lot of potential. Yes. And it's already sort of paying off. Um, then we had. I don't know. I thought it was kind of weak. To be honest with you. I thought so too. But the crowd seemed into it. Well, you know what? Austin Aries is so good. Oh, I know. The constant replays of the tap. Heard around the world, is that what they're calling it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. They gave, they made that out to be a big thing. Austin Aries gets in the ring. Austin Aries knows 
how to talk to a crowd. Yes. He knows how to get them into it. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it's kind of a big deal. You know, the like you said, they call it the tap hurt around the world. It was a good, that's a good anchor for the segment. Um, but I don't know. I just didn't feel like it was a, it was a good go home. I like more action in the go home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Neville comes down, crowd really starts heckling him. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, TJP mm-hmm. attacks Aries from behind. Mm-hmm. Neville comes in. They team up on him. Yeah. Beat him up. Yeah. Aries puts him in the, sorry, Neville puts him in, uh, puts Aries in the ring of, rings of Saturn star. I can't talk now. I think my problem with it might've been, it just felt like it went on way too long. And it might have been all the replays, or I don't know what it was. It just felt like it went on too long, and I just felt like it was kind of a weak segment. Yeah. It felt like a middle-of-the-feud segment, not a go-home segment. But based on that segment, Aries win guaranteed? I'm not going to say it's a lock, but I'll say Aries winning is probably at 70%. Because I think I think the case to be made for him winning is stronger than the case for him losing. Yeah. I think... Moving and I, it's the sad thing is too. I think I just got wrapped up in my own love of Neville because yeah, I was wondering about that too. For weeks, I had been saying Austin Aries is going to win on Extreme Rules. Yeah, I, I said that was going to happen, but I'm just, I got to stick with it. The predictions video is live. I can't yeah. go back on it now. I know. I, after kind of reading some stuff about the Fatal Five Way, I kind of wish I made a different choice. Who'd you pick in the Fatal Five Way? Finn. Who'd you what? Who do you, who do you wish? Well, you there was uh, I've, I've seen some stuff on, uh, on Bray the about how the uh, whoever Brock faces at Great Balls of Fire is just going to be at that show, and it's not going to be a prolonged feud. And then uh, at the uh, Staples Center show late June, there's an advertised match between Brock and Bray, mm. um, which will probably, from what I read, be the the dark match mm-hmm. main event. Yeah. So maybe that's just a warrant match for their match. They're gonna that could be. Three yeah. balls of fire. I that don't know. Man. You know, that would be... I could I could see them doing Bray. Not to get off topic of 205 Live, but I could see them doing Bray simply because he's just coming off of a WWE championship run that wasn't great. The House of Horrors was kind of panned. Like, they have to, they have to understand, hey, we have to do something kind of big with him. And at least having him in the main event, main event against Brock... That'd just be more of the same for him where he's pushed to a point, put into a high-profile feud just to lose it. Yeah, I know, but it's against Brock. I know. Look, whoever he's feuding with right now is going to be losing. I know, I know. So might as well be Brock. Let's talk about NXT. Fun episode. This was a fun episode. Boy, they they, they know how to pack a lot. Low point. This is like the same number of notes that you get from SmackDown. The low point, the new theme. Okay, let's talk about this for 30 minutes now. Not a fan. WTF. We just had a new theme. I was just starting to get used to it. I was just starting to get used to it. And now they have this new theme, and I'm not impressed with it. You know what's horrible, too, is that during their interstitials, when they're saying, okay, we're coming up next, we got the tag match, they still have... The, the the old theme. The old theme. And they had an ad for uh, the, uh, the, the UK tour. tour. Yeah. Old theme. Old theme. And it's, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I and was they just getting new, used to it. At first I was like, oh, because I was in the kitchen. I was like, okay, I'm ready for the new theme. I turn it on. And then I'm like, what the fuck? What? Is, what? And when I, I'll be honest with you, I, I honestly think in about two months I'll be fine with it. Oh, yeah. Because it took about two months for us to be okay with the new annex with the, the one they had. And the, the one they had, like, minus the thing in the beginning, 
was getting very catchy. It was catching on. It had a yeah. Little, little beat to it. Yeah. I liked it. And there's a little hit where Liv Morgan does her hat thing. Did I didn't I I I watched it twice. They didn't re-edit the uh, the intro. I, I didn't feel like uh to the new song. Oh, really? I thought they No, I think they did. They did? I think they did. I think they did. I mean, I, I think they used some of the same shots. Oh, yeah, they did, definitely. But I, yeah. didn't, I didn't really notice if they re-edited it to the beat of the song. Um, I think they did. They also reused a couple... Sh- okay, so they would do a thing like... They, they have like one shot of Asuka where the camera sort of spins around her. Yeah. And they use the first half of that towards the beginning and the second half of that. No, don't do that. I've already seen. I know where that shot's going. I want a different shot. Mm-hmm. Use all new shots. Yes. Not don't cut up the same shot. That's yeah. lazy. So I don't like that. Um, I swear they took Liv Morgan out of the intro. Oh, maybe. I could be wrong about that, but that one thing of her tipping yeah, her hat. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I like that. She's a little cutie pie. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm not sure about this new song. I think I'm going to get used to it because when I heard it the second time, I was like, okay, I'm fine with the song, but it's not the song. And that was my exact reaction to the other one. It was, I know. I'm fine with the song, but it's not the song. Yeah. What do you think about this Tommaso Tommaso Champa Thomas O Champa promo? Um, what, do you think about his, what do you think about his motivation? The delivery was great. Yeah, I liked his delivery a lot. And we have a question um, in the questions uh, section of the show um, about whether DIY was going to break up before his injury or oh, not. Oh, if, if this thing was the if it was kind of like a, a quickly put together thing, because since he's going to have to be on the shelf for a while. Yeah. Um, so I'll wait till we answer that question okay. to address that. Um, motivation seems thin to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't really like it. He, he says, he says. So he mentions the uh, the injury he suffered at right the before takeover. Show. Yeah. So we're we're to believe that this turn uh, percolated like after all he's been through with Gargano, this turn was a result of him being injured and thinking about being replaced with somebody new. I don't like that. That to me doesn't ring true. I mean, he's like he's psycho killer, so you can technically apply any motivation you yeah. want because he's psycho killer. I mean, if if it were strictly, I'm hurt. I have to be on the shelf now. Uh, you know, DIY. You know, reached the the apex of the tag division in NXT mm-hmm. together. Now that I'm hurt, um, Johnny is going to go do things himself. Yeah, and he could. Try to explain it. Was like, I don't want that to happen. We're tied together. If he says, I don't want to be the Marty Jannetty. Yeah. And so I made a name for myself before he can make a name yes, without exactly. me around. Exactly. That would totally be cool. I, yeah. I would be cool with that. But he really placed it on the crowd in terms of uh, who's going to replace Treating me. him as just like a replaceable part. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, not huge on it, but whatever. It was fine. He's going to be gone for a long time. So this is kind of a footnote. I love. Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. He's his performance was great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. His performance, his uh, his promo was great. I thought for a second I thought he meant a takeover, which is amazing. But, yeah, his promo was great. It's, it's, it, and here's the thing. I kind of prefer the guy to be a heel. Yeah. Because we're not going to get those kind of – him and Gargano, it was kind of their thing. Okay? They're kind of corny. Yeah. You know, it was their thing. And that's fine. They're like friends or whatever. Um, but I kind of like I like when guys have stank on it, mm-hmm. and this promo had stank on oh, it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really good. Some guys, you say, he'd be the most dangerous uh, 
person in wrestling when he comes back. Yeah, I love that because yeah. it's believable. Yeah, for him it's believable. The guy looks like a million freaking bucks, dude. He has a small small touch, but I like that he walked down to the ring on his crutches, mm-hmm. got into the ring, put the crutches in the corner, and then mm-hmm. gave his promo without the crutches. Uh-huh. I thought that was mm-hmm. a nice touch. Yeah, little detail. Yeah, and it's pretty darn impressive that he wrestled the entire takeover match first with one injury. Oh my god! Apparently, I think it must have been that fall off the ladder because he was selling something wrong with his knee. Yeah. Um, apparently has a torn ACL. Oh my gosh! And so he finished the match with a torn ACL. That's it's pretty crazy. That's terrible. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, looking forward to his return in what is what is six six months? Probably right? something like that. Yeah. Gee, Willikers. What were they on Survivor Series? Um. Yeah. Hopefully. Around then. Okay. Hope. Hopefully then, or uh, take over around Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, I just wonder if they're going to keep. How long are they going to keep Johnny out of action? Oh, I can't believe it's going to be... It's not going to be anywhere close to that. I, I'd be they have some. They have some tough decisions to make. I know. Is Gargano even going to stick around NXT? You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. If they... I really wish they do... So, see, I would be totally fine. Well, here's the thing, too. It wasn't... I mean, at certain points during uh, Ciampa's promo... Uh, he, def- he, he he acted like he still had Johnny's back mm-hmm. a couple moments. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily think, from his perspective, he wants to come back and go after Gargano anymore. Mm-hmm. Understandably, Gargano wants some measure of revenge against his former tag team partner. Yeah, But it doesn't seem like Ciampa has his sights set on Gargano at all. Right, 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 right. You know, he just wants to come back and, as he put it, be the most dangerous man in wrestling. Yeah. So it'd be, it would be interesting to say, you know, maybe at some point, Johnny comes back, Regal goes to him and says, you know, hey, we know Gargano's going to come back at some point. We don't want that happening. Uh-huh. So we're going to send you up to Raw oh, SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. We're going to send Gargano up to, to Raw or SmackDown mm-hmm. or 205 Live. Yeah. So when Ciampa comes back, yeah. there's not a danger to anybody. Yeah. I don't know if they would do it, but I could see that happening. Well, I mean, I'd be fine with you know, I, I would be fine with that happening. But then when Champa comes back, he starts either stalking Gargano or something. Like they, 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 there has to be something. Or I think I actually think it'd be more interesting if it was the opposite, where Gar or uh, Champa comes back and does what he says he's going to do and just mm-hmm. start laying everybody out in NXT. Yeah. And Gargano, who say he's on SmackDown, mm-hmm. shows up at yeah. NXT TV one day and beats the hell out of Champa. Yeah. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool. There's a lot of different ways they can go with yes. this. I think that they have no idea what they're going to do with it, though. No, no. I, and I kind of wonder. We'll we'll address it in the question, but okay. whether this is a quickly put together thing. Yeah. Due to injury. Uh, uh, Bobby Roode interview happened. He was in a car? Yeah. yeah. They like these car interviews now in NXT. <laughs> they really do. Who, who's the writer there at NXT likes the cars? That's what I want to know. Who they hire recently. So he pretty much said that next week... Um, he's going to return to the NXT arena and have a glorious celebration. All right. Live F show for Bobby Roode in the NXT at the full sale. He's going to be he's going to be full there at the full sale. That was terrible. That was awful. Was like That was a euphemism for being erect. I know, but it was not a good one. No, it wasn't. Anyways, he's going to have sex in the ring next week at uh, uh, NXT. Looking forward to that. Probably not. Who's going to be in there with him? I don't want to speculate. Because I want to talk I'm about I see all this. I want to talk about how awesome Pete Dunn is. Oh my God! That promo at the end of this match was great. This boy fantastic. This child running around with my title. Oh God, he's a superstar. He I love really him. Is. The pop he got when oh, his Titan yeah. 
started playing. I know. Huge. Pete Dunn is amazing. Yeah, he is. Some child running around with my belt. Or boy, or whatever he called him. Tyler Bate. Oh, I love it. I freaking love it. And the match he and uh, Danny oh Burke was, was really good. It was freaking brutal, man. That was a stiff match right there. Dan, Danny Burch threw a couple of like legit yeah. punches. That yeah, looked like it just smacked him in the done in the so face. So good. Burch is great. I love that guy. Great match. Yeah. Pete Dunn is going to be a huge, huge, he's huge be star. A huge star. How how much longer before he's on the main roster? By the end of the year, it would have to be right. Maybe makes the debut of the Rumble because he can lose and be okay. Here's the thing, though: is uh, Tom Phillips last night alluded to the UK show. Yeah, he did. That's right. Ooh. So I don't know if they want to use Pete Dunne as kind of the the main Foundation. guy of that show, at least for a short duration. Yeah. Before bringing him up, because he is money. Oh man, he's so much money. He is money. It'd be a shame if he wasn't on main. I mean, that should be. It honestly, it should be. Two hundred five live isn't isn't a weird spot because it's a very specific. It's a, it's a specific weight class that they're dealing with, and I know that there are people on main roster who are under two hundred five. But the NXT, the UK tournament, and I think 205 Live, they should all be springboards to an extent. They should all be springboards. Why not? So, yeah. I agree. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so that, that promo of his was fantastic. God, man, that dude's great. He really is. He uh, Pete Dunne picked up the win with a bitter end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good match. Uh, I like really it. Match. What does he call the, the X-Plex? Yeah. Where he just basically does a suplex, but halfway through, he decides to throw the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, here, he's up here. And just throws him. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about this Volatine Dream interview? <laughs> I love Patrick Clark. Because it's so, it's, here's the thing. You mentioned this last week, that he always feels like he's on the verge of love laughing. Yes! And this, it was this way again. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I thought this was hilarious. Here's the thing though, man. This is this is appeals to me and appeals to you because we really appreciate the silliness in wrestling. We like when guys are on the verge of cracking up. Yes. Our favorite thing on SmackDown was when the New Day were literally just cracking up, shooting Kofi's crotch at the Usos. That was hilarious. Velveteen Dream, Patrick Clark, talking about the ambiance. And then he he always has to make a kissy face. He goes and when he does that, he wants to laugh. I know. And I get so much joy out of that. But the ceiling is so low on this guy. And not not him on the gimmick in its in this form. It's so cheesy. I don't know how it's gonna translate anywhere. I, I I just I don't. But I look I'm willing to I'm willing to oh, let it ride, it, man. It's it's been it's been interesting and, and fun thus far. It's fantastic. He's talking about the ambiance isn't what he wants it to be. He he looked at her hair, the interviews the interviewer's hair and was like, What is this? This is no good. He says, We can change this all. I mean, this is the dude who came out was like a year ago. He was doing NXT house shows, dressed up in Trump uh, in the Trump campaign attire. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, he had like a make a mirror, whatever that crap is, that red hat. He was wearing that crap. Oh my gosh! So this guy likes it. He likes to evoke a reaction. That's his thing. Yes, and it's awesome and hilarious. I love I love Velveteen Dream. This is great. 
Anyways, uh, next up, what do you think about this? What do you think about Cien almost losing to Cesar Bononi? Um, Banana. Banana. They're really going uh, forward with this uh, kind of apathetic almost. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I mean, I guess, you know, he he had the upper hand pretty much the entire match. Yeah, this was his match to lose, of course. Um, uh, Bonani won after he reversed the, reversed the suplex and into a roll-up, got mm-hmm. the three count. And then after the match, uh, almost was upset for maybe 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started throwing and he threw then, like a couple chairs around. And then he was cool. And then he was like, whatever, tranquilo. And then he's going to go to the clubs. Uh, you know, dude, I try to pronounce that. Try to print that picture of Naito trying to sell it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to pay for something. He wasn't trying to sell it. He was trying to pay for something with his title. And he's, he's tipping his hat. And he's got the most serious look on his face. Like I know. He's legit trying to, I know. to print it out. My super printer didn't print it out. Oh, bummer. I was going to put it right there. That's perfect. He didn't make that poster size. Yeah. God, I love that. Um, anyways, uh, I don't know. I, I love Stan Almas. I, I think here's my thing about it. I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that they have something good involved in terms of how this is going to play out. I know. That's that's my hope is that this isn't just a thing with him. This yeah. is part of a larger story. Yeah, yeah, If it's yeah. part of a larger story, fine. But if, it's just, if that's just his, his thing, yeah. in the end, he really doesn't care what happens three results yeah. in the match. I just want more from it. Yeah, no, I know. But I'm willing to write it out, man, because I love Cian Almas. Oh, I love him, fantastic. too. He's great. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about Cesar Banana Benoni? I, I'm waiting for him to get his real name because he's still pre-real name, right? Yeah, like it kind of feels that way. He's tall. He's he looks great. Ripped. He, yeah, he looks great. He looks fantastic. But I want him to get whatever. I mean, that, that's actually a cool name, Cesar yeah. Benoni. But I think it's his real name. And they're not going to use that. I think it's his real name. Yeah, maybe. All right, check. Okay. Cesar. Yeah, he Benoni. looks great. He seems, you know, he 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 was selling well in the ring. Yeah. He really didn't get much offense off, so no. I can't really tell, get the full gauge of his wrestling ability. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah. I think that's a real name. Yeah. That's a real name. That ain't going to last, though. They're going to figure out some gimmick for him, some angle for him. And then, what? what's his background? Is he an MMA guy? I think oh. that's what they said. Cage match? Was it a single wrestle development? Or? They mentioned it. The commentary team mentioned it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Sick man, he's six six. Wow, boy, that's a tall dude. Beginning of in- wait, beginning of in ring career, two thousand four. He went under the t- he went under the name V eight. Like the tomato juice. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, cool. Um. Yeah, he looks great though. Good for him. He'll get a new name. Uh, let's see here. Then we had... Oh, I love this. I love when the iconic duo, when Billy Kane, Peyton Royce do their little iPhone thing. Yeah. I love that stuff. So they were, like, doing a little shoot, and then Ember Moon comes out of, like, the little medical Yeah, the office. trainer's room. Yeah. And she looks kind of down, and then they start clowning her, and she's like, Peyton Royce is saying something like, uh, you know, I can't wait till you get cleared, because then I'll be able to take you on and get revenge for for using the Eclipse on my friend. Is it Bendy it? Is it me? And, <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, one of the trainers comes out with a clipboard and has yeah. Ember Moon sign uh, her. Essentially, she's cleared. She's cleared to go to return to the ring. So she said, I'll see you soon. 
and uh, Peyton Royce looked uh, uh, concerned. Yes. That she's going to eat an eclipse, which oh, she probably will. Yes. So um, that's cool. Hopefully that's like a shoot. Hopefully she's literally actually clear. So I, think, I don't think they would have included that if it weren't true. Probably not, but I don't think she, she did she wrestle at any of the, I don't think she wrestled at the tapings. Yet. Oh, no, I think, she, wait. Yeah, no, she did. She did. Yeah, cool. Um, so good for her. And uh, let's see if they can get her back on track. It'll be kind of interesting. Be interesting to see if anybody is able to catch up with her by the time she's back around to taking on Oscar. They announced on this episode of NXT that in a couple weeks, I think. Two weeks, I think. Oscar, Ruby Riot, Nikki Cross mm-hmm. in a triple threat elimination match, I Ooh. believe. Oh, rematch from TakeOver, but elimination. Yes. So that's cool. Yes, very cool. Wonder if Ember Moon's gonna do something there. To I don't know. Put her stamp on it. I don't know. Maybe. Um, after that, we had a, a a segment that I think was on WWE's YouTube channel or WWE.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of uh, Hideo Itami reacting to his loss to Bobby Roode and being very upset about it. Let me ask them. What do you think when they were bleeping him out, he was actually cursing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't even know if he was was he shouting in English. Could you tell? I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. I just saw him being really angry and. Uh, Cassius Ono trying to, hey, chill out, calm down. Yes. Um, so, but then it showed Cassius Ono and Adeo Atami shaking hands in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a swerve. Adeo Atami's going to heal the crap out of Cassius Ono. I think that's going to happen. Uh, then we had uh, the main event, which is Cassius Ono and Roderick Strong. I guarantee they're going to be teaming up in that. Duff the Roll tag team. Unless classic. one of them gets brought up to Maine. Yep. That ain't going to happen. Uh, versus Sanity's Eric Young and Alexander Wolf. Fun match. Yeah, it was a fun match. It was good stuff. I like this stuff. Um, then saw the return of No Way Jose to help, help out. even the odds. Yeah. Um, Roderick Strong picked up the win with a backbreaker mm-hmm. on Eric Young or was it Alexander Wolf? Probably Alexander Wolf. Probably. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I meant I, to write it down. I was paying attention through most of the match, so. It was a good match. Yeah, no, it was a fun match. And they're definitely getting Roger Strong ready to take on Bobby Roode. Let me ask them. Oh, yeah, that's going to happen. Um, Cash and Sono. Mm-hmm. They build him at 260. Mm-hmm. I swear they build him at 270 before. Oh. And he looks like he might be, and I don't think this is, like, contractually. I don't think, I think that he came back and said, look, I am who I am. Yes. But maybe he's slimming down a bit. I wonder if there's any incentive if they're saying, hey, look, we know you are who you are. We're cool with that. But we'd love you to be on Maine. It's just maybe slim down a bit. Could be. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, NXT. Very fun, fun episode. Very fun episode. It'll be interesting. When So I, I don't know how many episodes they do in one taping. I think four. Do they do four? Three or four. Oh, my gosh. So it'll be interesting in a couple weeks from now to see how dead the crowd is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if they shoot the show in order, per se. Mm. You know? Oh, that I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or whether the first hour they shoot is necessarily the first hour that's going to air. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah know. I don't know. I don't know how they do things. Oh, it says our Bernoni signed it. I'm, I'm, okay, so let's do mail time. Yeah. You Here, guys give me, can give send me the box. Stuff. I'll do this one. What's in the box? And then I'll do this one. This one's from Jason Cantos. This one's from something from called CM Warehouse. CM Warehouse. CM Warehouse. P.O. Box 1814, Orangevale, California. 
95662. It's in the description if you want to send us some crap. Oh, a t-shirt. There's a letter. Hi, Brendo. I've been listening for about a month or so now and just signed up for the Patreon. Thank you, Thank Jason. you very much. I discovered you guys through the Internet Darlings content through Brian Zane. Been loving your content since it gets me through the long nights at work. Steve, you know, I love that, by the way. That's my favorite thing when y'all are saying, you know what, man? I work an eight-hour shift and you guys, an hour. An hour is taken off it just because, listen, you guys, I love that stuff. Uh, Steve, the last few shows you were saying how other friendos sending large size shirts to you, so I've included some XL shirts I had that I don't wear. Hopefully you can put them to good use. Two sweet fellas. P.S. The Nakamura shirt inside is the ripoff shirt I got in the mail that I thought you guys could have a good laugh at. This would be good. <laughs> really? Is this like a bootleg? I don't know. It looks normal. Yeah. looks like a regular Nakamura shirt. Although, I don't know. I don't know. The the quality of the... That seems a little... Silk screening is but not very like, good. This thing is... This is I don't think they usually do this, that, though. No, that's they like don't. Old, that's an old scratch logo. Yeah, it is. Look at this. Brother. Hulkamania. Brother. And then we got a Dolph Ziggler shirt. I don't know if I'll ever wear this, but we might be able to find something to do with it. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Jason. Yes, thank you very Very nice. I can't tell who this is from. May I see? I have better deducting skills than you do. But it's a copy of WCW Nitro on the PlayStation for our retro gaming endeavors. Uh, Bill to Na Aaron. N-A Aaron. What is this? Oh, whoa. It's pretty cool, huh? Oh, nice. We got to get a... Play OG PlayStation. No, we don't. No, no, no. That plays on PS2. Nice. Backwards, Backwards compatibility. Compatibility. Oh, nice. Wait, where did you see that? No, it just is. You just knew that? Yeah. PS2 plays PS1 games. Oh, across the board. Yeah. Or do I know? You learned some stuff during our old gaming days. Good job, you. Anyways, if this is indeed from not Aaron, um, or just Aaron, thank you very much. Yes, We're thank you very much. We'll use this on our on our show. Oh, it's a THQ. Oh, really? WCW Nitro, yeah. I wonder how close the engine is. To I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Let's answer some questions. Yes. Um, one of the things about our patron, Patreon, is uh, we do most of our questions through it. So let's take a look. Yes. Uh, above titles, Alex C. Who has a better standing... In the uh, official Going In Raw Wrestler of the Year race, Peyton and Billy or Alexander Wolf? Ah, see, Peyton and Billy might be too good for that. I love them. I think yes. they're great. Every time I see Alexander Wolf mosh, though. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, he shoots to the top. It's fantastic. Of the current official Going In Raw Wrestler of the Year power rankings. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, second City Champion, I, Yo, Worm. Uh... So how do you want to see the Johnny and Champa feud play out? How long will it last, and what will be the type of match there for the blow-off? So we've kind of talked about, you know, what we what we might expect, what we'd like to see happen. Their blow-off match. Submission match. 
That's good. I like that. It plays in their story. I was trying to think of like a ladder match of some sort to harken back to when the turn happened. Yeah, yeah. Also. I thought that too. Yeah. I don't know what would be at the top of the ladder though. Uh, yeah, I don't. That's that's the only thing too. Uh, the shit twins advocate Alex Corinthi. When does Sanity cash in and win some gold? All three champions on NXT are dominant right now, and there seems to be uh, heir appearance in line. Uh, I don't know. I would think maybe. I'll put I'll put it this way. I think the odds of Sanity going to Maine are greater than this happening. Yes. I would think that maybe Nikki Cross taking it off of Ember Moon would be a possibility. Yes, that seems the most likely scenario I would think at that. this juncture. Yes. Yeah, that happening. Um, the Ron Adams. I know you guys are high on Leo Rush. He's great. But given his size, he'd most assuredly end up on 205 Live if he came to WWE. Um, uh, how would you book him on that show so he wouldn't end up falling into the black hole that show can sometimes be for other competitors? Man, you're absolutely right, Ron. Um, that's my only hesitation with Leo Rush coming to WWE is would they let him wrestle his style? Would they let him do his thing? Um, because he works a very, very fast pace. Yes. And they don't usually let wrestlers wrestle that fast. That's true. And that's kind of, like, literally his name, Leo Rush. Like, his matches are so fast. I don't think he would get lost in the shuffle, though. Um... I mean, he'd instantly be one of the top three talents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think think they do a pretty good pretty good job on two hundred five live, with taking their roster. And granted, they don't use everybody, Mm -hmm. but say they say, okay, for the next three months, these are the eight guys we're going to focus on. Mm -hmm. They do a really good job of of working those eight to ten competitors, however many, into storylines that at times you know weave into each other. Mm So, you know, if he were to come over and be given a prominent spot on the show, I think he would be in a prominent spot in the show. I don't no. think he would get lost. I don't think he'd get lost in the shuffle either. He wouldn't get – I mean, dude, even, like, people like I'm, – I'm trying to think, like, Davari. He's not exactly lost in the shuffle. No. He's not in, like, a prominent feud. But they do. They find a great way to weave everybody in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Leo Rush would be – I think he'd be a standout. I think he would be, you know – He'd be up there. He'd be. I think he'd be probably treated in the same breath as like an Akira Tozawa, who I think is treated very well. Yeah. Um, and I, by the way, I'd love to see, and it wouldn't surprise me if it, if it existed somewhere, a match between Akira Tozawa and Leo Rush. Yes. I think the only... I think there's only three members of the 205 Live roster who aren't on TV. You have Grand Metalik. Grand Metalik. On, on occasion. Um, Ho-Ho Loon, who has been on NXT. Mm-hmm. And then Lince Dorado, who's on occasionally. But everybody else of... Of 16 mm-hmm. roster members are on TV very regularly. Yeah. So they do a really good job of... Yeah, no, they do. everybody, for the most part, involved. The only uh, the only time uh, Kira Tozawa and Leo Rush went one on one was in 2K17. Oh, okay. According to according to internet video, I could be wrong about that. If if it did exist, if it did happen, yeah, read the next question. I'll I wasn't find it. It wasn't on video. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Galactic Empire's cruiserweight champion Darth Cinema, uh, first time patron here, long time viewer since ten for the win. 
after that amazing street fight between Akira Tozawa and Brian Kendrick, I'm more high on the guy, meaning Akira Tozawa, than ever before, and now I really want to see him with the cruiserweight belt. Should Akira manage to win the belt in the future, how would you book the first six months of his run with the title? You are free to include any NXT call-ups that may end up going to 205 Live as potential feuds. What storyline would you go for? What epic matches would you book? So Akira Tozawa wins the title. How would you book his first six months as champion? I would bring in Leo Rush to feud for the title. Mm -hmm. That would be the culmination he would eventually win. I would have Akira Tozawa go heel to do so. Interesting. Um... I don't know. Maybe I would. I don't know. They seem they seem determined to get Tazawa over as a face. They're doing a good job. Cause oh, he's Tazawa's doing a good he's job. He's over yeah. as a face, man. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know if they'd want to, in short order, turn him heel. But I just love Leo Rush as oh, a face. He's great. Yeah, he's great. Um, wouldn't mind seeing him versus a, a Deo Atami. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Because mm-hmm. they have sort of a clash of styles there. Um, who else would you want to see? Tazawa and Neville would be good. Yeah, that'd be good. That's how I'd want it to go down, man. I'd want Neville. Neville needs to keep that title against yeah, Austin. Tazawa, take it off him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chalupa Batman has a question. Um, since the UK title is technically mm, a main roster title... I don't know if I'd call it. It's sort of a weird limbo title. It really is. Um, isn't it weird they haven't brought the guys to U- the UK guys to Raw or SmackDown? Maybe even having them on 205 Live for now might help with the viewership. No, don't put them on 205 Live. Don't do that. I was really surprised they didn't have a UK title match at WrestleMania. I feel like at WrestleMania, every belt. Yeah. Every belt. Yeah. Should be defended. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And be. I was expecting Tyler Bate to be in the Royal Rumble, too. Um, yeah, I know. It's been really too. great exposure. I know. Right after the UK tournament. They didn't oh, do it. I agree totally. Um, no, I think, I mean, look, they mentioned the UK show. Yeah. That has to be happening. On NXT. That has to be happening soon. Mm-hmm. All right. Read question. Um, Jordan, how do you pronounce this last name? Mm, uh, Shafiat. Okay. Shafiati. Uh, assuming the DIY breakup, here's a question I was referring to, was going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the explanation prior to Champa getting injured? Um, if they had this planned out before the injury, whatever explanation they had for it, they could have still used regardless of the injury. Yeah. So I kind of wonder if they he got hurt at the house show, they did you know some medical tests, MRI, whatever, and they're like, you're going to be on the shelf for a couple months. Um, and they just decided, okay, rather than, since, you know, DIY was a hot act, rather than just kind of put the brakes on it for two months, have him break up, mm-hmm. you know, Ciampa will take his time off, and then Johnny could take some time off to recuperate from the attack, mm-hmm. then come back mm-hmm. as a singles competitor, that wouldn't surprise me. Well, yeah, I mean, here's the thing, in wrestling, there's nothing you can do that can't be undone by, you know, with a couple of televisions. Yeah. Um... I think it probably did go down the way you're talking about it. You're injured, so you, you know, do this. You're right, they are such a hot act. It would be it would be surprising to me if they didn't have plans for them to continue on as a tag team on main roster. I know. But, but maybe maybe time, maybe the plan was was for them to go to Raw. Mm-hmm. 
but with the Hardys coming, yeah, and they're firmly established for the foreseeable future as top face team on Raw. Yeah, I mean, they just thought, okay, well, well, that there's no spot for them now on Raw. We just brought uh, uh, there's no real spot for them on SmackDown. Either. Exactly. Yeah, we just brought you know the New Day over to SmackDown. Fashion Police. Are, are are up there as far as mm-hmm. you know quality face tag team. There's just not really a spot. And I mean, you can go back to when they announced 205 Live the roster. These two guys were on it. Yeah. So it, it it's one of those things where maybe you know the WWE can be pretty stubborn. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just felt, hey, you know what, a really hot breakup right now. Well, I don't know. It all really depends on what what their thoughts are in terms of Gargano and Ciampa as singles competitors on the main roster, or sorry, Raw or SmackDown versus 205 Live. If they want to use their star power to help 205 Live, mm-hmm. or if they think they'd be more valuable on Raw or SmackDown. Let me ask you something. You know the, the, the conference calls that they hold every once in a while with, yeah. with Triple H, and we've yeah. been privy to a couple of those. Um, is that a question you think they would that he would answer? Say, hey, you know, what was the original plan for... <laughs> No. You don't think so? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I wonder if we could ask, you know, hey, where do you see Ciampa and Gargano mm-hmm. going? Yeah. He might answer that. Yeah. But I don't know if he would, you know, answer booking questions. <laughs> <laughs> you, never could know. Be wrong. you never know, man. Could be wrong. You know, I think I was like, watching Table for Three last night, the one with Cornette and Bischoff, and... They were full on. Yeah, yeah. No worries about kayfabe whatsoever. Got to watch that. And I think I think Triple H is one of the like leaders of that sort of. Yeah, movement, I think so too. You know, I mean, if you if you ask it in sort of a business like press type question, not like a fanboy question. Yeah. You know, was that a was that a, a move that was that was pre planned, or is that something that was hastened because of the injury? Yeah, I think that something like that. Not like, that hey, way. what were you gonna do? Yeah, you know? I think yeah. If you approach it that way, he might be more willing to answer, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? That's all speculation. Yes, it is. Um, CM Punk That's finds it insulting. If he had to predict a current NXT or 205 live wrestler... <laughs> I find it insulting. He said that, didn't he? Yeah. That no one expects to become a main eventer to ascend into the world title main event scene by gaining a massive amount of fan support similar to Daniel Bryan. Who would you choose and why? Um, he says Johnny Gargano. No one expects to become a main eventer. My bad. We we keep on talking about him. I I could uh, maybe not. Hmm. Well, the world title scene is is the world title scene. It's a big scene to go to. Yes, that's like a the tough nut to crack. Who are you going to say? Similar to Daniel Bryan. If Akira Tozawa kept on putting on those kind of matches, they were must-see matches. So sometimes it just takes a dude. You, you, the people, the people will always just want to see him wrestle. Yeah, you know, Daniel Bryan, you always got an exciting, dramatic match out of him. Yes, CM Punk was the same way. He yeah. always—that's—I mean, honestly, that's why—that's why he burned out because yeah. he gave everything he had in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's a tough nut to crack. Like, who do you who who's number one? You have to ask who's somebody that no one expects to be a main eventer. The Velveteen Dream. He ain't gonna become a main eventer. 
Um, I mean, I think they have high hopes for Hideo Itami. Yeah. So I think that's something that, like, you can't really say nobody expects that guy to be a main Yeah, winner. yeah, yeah. You know, you're looking at guys like No Way Jose. Nobody expects him to be a main winner. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be. Um, and then over on uh, 205 Live. How about this? Mm-hmm. Castius Ono. Yeah, I thought about him, too. Again, he can be plugged in anywhere. Yeah. And I honestly think that if he hoss down a bit, like I kind of think he might be. Like he got he, down to like 240? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If he got down to like 240, oh, my God, this guy's probably the limit. Whether, oh, yeah. whether or not he gives a damn, you know, whether or not that's worth. Or that's what he came to WWE for. Yeah. I mean, I always felt that Samoa Joe was was a short-term pickup just to bolster NXT. He'd have his time there, teach the new kids something, and then move along. But he, he moved up and on. For more than a year. And then he moved up and into the main event. Into, you the know, upper mid-card, yeah. The upper mid-card. So, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. More questions. Ted C. Williams. He says, well, the WWE now promoting the fact that Asuka has surpassed Goldberg's undefeated streak. What are the odds that she remains undefeated prior to being called up to the main roster? Also, if she remains undefeated after the call-up, how long will she remain undefeated once there? Um, well, generally speaking, NXT, before you get called up, you have to drop your belt. You lose twice. If there is ever, there is ever, an ever, exception? ever, ever, ever an exception to be her. Oh, I know. So I don't know that that's going to be the case with her. If if she remains undefeated through her call-up, it's going to be a while. I think that oh, she yeah. will remain undefeated. Regardless, I think if she loses in NXT or not, she's going to go probably at least a year on Maine without losing. I think you're right about that. I They're think. really going to establish it's her. It's going as, to be a huge deal yes. when somebody beats her. Yes. Um, Seven-star Saint Brennan Hardy. Hey, guys. How much would you think NXT getting a second hour second hour would benefit the quality of the show or do you think it would hinder it? Um, personally, he thinks that it would be a, it would be a great benefit um, for adding a second hour. I mean, if they add Adam Cole, mm-hmm. if they add uh, Kyle O'Reilly, mm-hmm. um, Bobby Fish, mm-hmm. yeah, I can name countless mm-hmm. um, wrestlers who are either free agents or probably soon be free agents. Yeah. That I'm sure WWE would love to have. Oh sure, yeah. Bring them to NXT. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a lot of wrestlers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The depth on NXT would be ridiculously good. You know, what I'd love. You would to need do. to expand the show. I would think. Yeah, you would think so. I, what I would really love them to do is if they're gonna have a secondary belt, don't make it seem like a secondary belt. Make it its own gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it can be a, a very wide-ranging, loose gimmick, but make it its own gimmick. Kind of like how the Gift of the Gods yeah. is kind of a secondary belt, but it's also your direct path to the to the main belt. Yeah. X Division was its own thing. Yes. It was the first specific type of wrestler. Um, not And it, and it wasn't weight-related because Samoa Joe was an X Division yeah. champion. Yeah. Um, it was just for the more, you know, whatever you want to call it, innovative wrestlers. Yeah. You know? No, so, I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Uh, live sex show champion Scott Haas. Which 205 live competitor or competitors could potentially benefit from hossing up? Well, if you hoss up, you, you, you kind of have to hit the main roster at that point, right? Hossing well, up is going to kick you out of 205 live. For example, I think uh, TJP is listed at 175. Oh, he has yeah. 30 pounds to gain before he mm. is no longer a cruiserweight. So I'm going to say TJP. Oh, my gosh. How big is uh, 
How how much does Austin Aries? How what does he build at? Probably close to two hundred. Two hundred. I would say so. He would only have five pounds. Two oh two. How tall is he? Five nine. How tall is Finn? Five eleven. Oh, so okay. Yeah, Austin Aries just seems really short. But yeah, I'd like to see Austin Aries on the main roster. Uh, TJP is listed at five ten one sixty seven. Mm-hmm. So he has. 38 pounds he could put on. Yeah. Yeah. One more question. Then we're going to go do lunch. Yeah. Starving. 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 How's everybody doing in chat? Oh, no. Oh, no. Fine. One more question. There's a lot to read there. See if you... Oh, here we go. Um, oh, I already read that one. Uh, Riveting podcasting right here. Oh, here we go. Machine Gun Kurt Schuski. Where would a day with Tommy be if he was never plagued with the injury issues? Oh, good question. He says he thinks he would have been in the mix for the NXT title and already on main. He'd already be on main. Yeah. Whatever their plans are for him, he would have already done that. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be 205 Live... Or on. Do you think the plan was for him to more or less be an XT for 18 months and then get moved up? Well, he was going into a thing with Austin Aries. I could I could see them. I could see him being. I could see him being around for a while in NXT. I think that's not the case now. I think that's yeah. why he had his title shot, and they turned him heel, and or they're going to turn him heel. I think. Um, he signed in 2014, so three years ago, and he's lost about a year and a half. I'm going to be, uh, you know what? Injury, maybe more than that. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that he would be at the at the in the Fatal Five Way at, at Extreme Rules if he had never been injured. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't surprise me. Because best case scenario for him would have been. Yeah, injured. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he signed in 2014. That's around the same time as Finn, I think. Yeah, but I think he didn't make his debut. Well, the the video packages they were running um, before his match with Bobby Roode. Let me double check here. Because it made it seem like he made his in-ring debut at the uh, uh, San Jose show before WrestleMania 31. But I don't know if that's the case. Um, when did he... Oh. No, it was late 2014. It must have been. Yeah, yeah, it was late 2014. Sorry. Um, so let's assume two years. So that would take him to the end of 2016. Mm-hmm. So it would have been right around the time that 205 Live. Two years is a long time. Too. I know. That's a well, long I thought 18 time. months. 18 months, maybe, probably more realistic. So he could have come up summer of 2016? If he had a really hot spell in NXT, yeah, he could have, I don't know, I'm not going to say he could have got the Finn treatment, but it could have been near, could have been close to the Finn treatment. I'm not saying he would have been Universal Champion off the bat, but it would have been pretty big. He could have been drafted. He could have been drafted, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I could see that. Anyways, uh, that's it. Thank you for hanging out. Thanks for tuning in. This is our first NXT 205 Live patron-only live stream. Thanks for your... Uh, support everybody who's tuning into this and uh, yeah for the rest of you thank you for tuning in until next time we'll talk to you guys later bye 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 